everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dart Talk podcast, where we are coming back to you live after the first HVZ that we've attended in about a year. So we're really excited to bring you the uh, the story and the experience uh, that we had at the uh, Athens HVZ Invitational, their summer 2021 event. So uh, also on the line today, we're not in this, we're in studios, but on the phone call line today, we have uh, Tom. How are you doing, Tom? Ah. And Tim. How are you, Tim? What's up? Fantastic. So uh, we all, the three of us attended this together, but we were with a, a much larger group of friends. So um, Tim, you want to talk about who attended and where we stayed and how'd you feel uh, about it? You know, of course, we had us three. We also had uh, Eric rode with Juan. Um, Becca yep, rode buddy with Juan and I. We came up from South Carolina. Yep. Juan, did Juan ever make it on the show? Juan was our our, our third member for the Atomic 3v3. Yeah, was he's he been had... on the show. I think he's been oh, on the yeah, show he twice. Was. Yeah, he, he, I know he's been on the we show. Also had, uh, we had Alex, Brandon, Brandon. Is Brandon part of... Uh, Pink Team? Five no. Seconds to Respawn? No. Five, no? Okay. Five, five, five Minute Respawn is Brain, uh, Scotty, and Tyler. Okay, I just couldn't remember off the top of my head. Um, we also had our buddy John. Who am I missing? Devin. Yep, Devin. I think that's everyone. Alex. I already said Alex. Did you? Yeah, okay. He said Alex. All right, I missed it. He gets said twice. He brought a he brought a the Meeker Mark Twenty Eight rocket launcher <laughs> with abomination. Never used it. That's all right. That's the thing. I'm very glad that everything I brought to this event was used, except for mega darts. But you know, everything else was used. I Pretty much everything cards. I brought was used, except the stampede, because I only brought uh, waffles. That didn't work out, did it? It did not. Turns out, uh, breaches don't like uh, waffles. Yeah, I guess with the auto the auto system, it doesn't work. I never for I you know you you had so much stuff. We had so much stuff. We came. So it's been a it's been a year. Through. It's been a year since since it's I've been. played at least you now. Um, and so I think we were all anxious to to just play. And I mean, I, I guess we were bringing out the things and the toys that we've missed out on for the last year. Well, it felt like we were prepping for like a, a large scale HVZ with you know, like the amount of ammo and like uh degree of blasters we were bringing. Well, and, but realistically to, there were maybe 32 people. And to yep. be fair, we've only ever played Athens with a large number of players. Yeah, that's fair. So we were going into a environment that we were used to playing the heavies because everybody had to play the heavies. I brought the exact same loadout I bring to Athens every time. And, and that just it wasn't necessary this time. It was also extremely hot. Like I would have oh, I would have so run full kit the entire time, even given the small numbers. Hey, but... did you guys come away sunburned at all? No. Nope. Nope, yeah, I, surprisingly, up. like I didn't get sunburned. I had a sweet hat on the whole time. I had a tank top on. I expected to get sunburned. You use sunscreen though, right? Yeah, I did. I did apply sunscreen quite often, just because like, I would prefer not to get sunburned. You know, if we exclude the drinking, I feel like that was the most responsible I've ever been at an HVZ. Oh, uh, I oh no, I'll, we we drank responsibly. We weren't drinking like yeah. during mission. We were just when when we had off time in the parking lot, we'd crack a beer. 
drinking. I like that's where you draw the line. We weren't drinking during a mission. Yeah, just in the parking lot, just after, just at the hotel, just yeah, dossier just hunting, else. just you know, whatever. Yeah, we weren't drinking dossier hunting. We were we were already drunk. You were well and good. Yeah, I was sober by the time we were done, <laughs> and full of dossiers. Oh yeah, lots of dossiers. I still have those emeralds. So do I. Yeah. Oh, let me oh, pull the, mine out. Yeah. The final. Where did I put the we, vinyl? We are we are jumping around a little bit though. We so are. why don't we let's bring it back to let's bring it back to the beginning. Um, Juan and I got to the Airbnb. Uh, we were the first ones there. They opened up a little early for us, and we we got there and got our we made, we claimed a room to put our stuff in, which was very nice. And uh, we just hung out. We had a beer, and uh, went after that. We went to Walmart um, to go get a Mega Blaster for him because you know we we thought we needed Mega. So he got a Fortnite HCE. We got some snack bars to have the rest of the time, and or maybe that was actually after you guys got there. But oh, we that just was hung after out. we got there. Yeah, that was after we got there. Yeah, good point. But um, yeah, we hung out, had a beer, just basically got ready, got prepped for that night because we were going into two missions on the first on Friday. So they were and not a mission were, zero and no missions zero. That's right. Everything was for realsies from the beginning onward with a big asterisk. Can I put a big asterisk on there? Except for, except for one guy. Yeah. Um, who didn't want anything. Oh, yeah. Be, and he didn't want anything to be real. Um, but yeah, so it was an awesome little cabin in the woods. So this, so Athens is beautiful. The drive from South to North is gorgeous. Getting oh, to hold, Athens. hold on, hold on. You got to say cottage in the forest. Because you say cabin in the woods, and then we were worried about people murking us in the middle of the night. Yeah, well, we didn't run into any, no mermaids. Um, <laughs> no mermaids got us or anything. I meant to tell Goatman, but uh, just wasn't the right vibe. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, the, the, what did you call it? The cottage in the clearing? Forest. The cottage in the forest. So Athens, if you've been there, there's, um, let me paint the picture for you a little bit. There's the college campus. Then there's like a, a sprawling, um, not sprawling, there's a, a road that has most of their amenities in downtown places, like it's where the Walmart is. And if you went to End War, and there was the, the community center there, which they've made a, quite a few new modifications, I think, since we were yeah, a couple of years it, it ago. looked a lot different. Looked way different, yeah. Well, like um, in a good way. In a good way, yeah. It's a healthy town, um, maybe is the best way to put it. But then, if you just cross the river, nothing. you end up in the exactly what Tom There's said. Nothing forever. Nothing except for the closest Airbnb that we could get that actually had some, you know, had some room, which was our cottage in the woods. And you drive down a little like semi dirt road and you go in past these like uh, one giant, beautiful old house that was over completely like abandoned looking. It wasn't abandoned, but it looked like I, it, it might have been. I'm not too sure. We we noticed there were lights on inside at night. So, oh, OK, not much in the way of lights, but there was light. Um, and then you go down this dirt road, and there's a there's a house that has a porch made of old Coke machines. Actually, I think they were Pepsi machines. It was like the fronts of Pepsi machines like held their roof up. If I'm painting the picture for you appropriately, that was right almost right across from our place that we stayed at. Yeah, we kind of and felt like we were more. back in the hollers of uh, West Virginia. Yeah, and I can say that because my grandma came from there. <laughs> <laughs> then there was our place, which was nice. Yeah, it was fine. It was nice. It was a you know, maybe a manufactured home at one point, but decently apportioned and had multiple rooms. It had a garage, not that we could use the garage, but it had a gravel area, a fire pit. They provided us with, you know, bottled water, yeah. like a water dispenser. So so on the listing, there was no fire pit. 
I didn't I like. I didn't know there'd be a fire pit until we showed up. I thought they messaged you saying that they had. No, I, I asked about the grill because uh, I thought I didn't oh, know if okay. it was gas or charcoal. It's charcoal, which they provided charcoal for the grill, and they provided like five or six bundles of wood. It was great. Yeah, they provided a a significant stock of wood and starter logs too. I think. Did you ever use? Did you use a starter log? Uh, no, I used a lot of lighter fluid. <laughs> oh, okay. They had a box of Dura Flames, I think. Yeah, which you know, like is good, but they also gave me like a whole bottle of lighter fluid, and it's like, well, what am I going to use? Not the lighter fluid. Yeah, I understand. Totally we we it. burned all the boxes we got. It was because we were we were trying to make sure we didn't have that much waste. Yeah, which it became basically this place. Yeah. Oh yeah, we still have like two or three trash bags full. We had bags and bags of alcohol. <laughs> it was so no, much. it was a single bag of recyclables. I thought, well, that was the one that was outside. I thought there was the one inside that we took out at the end. The, the, uh, uh, I thought that was the same bag. No, there was a trash can full. Well, I don't know. I, I can't I can't say with certainty. But um, e- either way, it was a very nice place. We were actually oh, yeah, very, I, very happy to have that. For the price we paid, it was fantastic. Yeah, good yeah. good find there, Tom. Thank you. Oh, and the air conditioning was you know, like worked the entire weekend, which saved us. Yeah, it did. It did. We worked that thing to the bone, but oh, it yeah. worked. It kept on, kept on going. Um, and it became this place. Kind of became to put this this little cabin in the cabin in the woods, cabin in the clearing. I'll just I should call it a different name every time. <laughs> I think you have cabin in the shack. The, sh- the shack in the uh, the valley. Uh, it became kind of the hangout spot. So even though this was a small HVZ, which we didn't really know how big or not it was going to be at this point in the story, this became a good spot for people to hang out, which was fun. Yeah, we're happy like to the have, entire happy weekend to have people guests. texting just like, hey, like, do you mind if we come over? It's like, I could not care less. No, it's a good spot for that. So, yeah, um, but we geared up. We started loading up. You know, the you know, the when when things get serious and everybody's getting a little excited and a little nervous and loading up gear, get make sure everything fits in the last minute. Over preparing. Um, over preparing. I was fine. Like mission one, you over prepare. And then like mission two, you're kind of just like, well, I, I never need this. And you just chuck it back in the car. Yeah. <laughs> so we're loaded down, like getting all our spares and everything. Like, let's go. We drive, you know, we drive over there. We roll up into the parking lot, the the traditional parking lot, which was super nostalgia for me. Big hit of nostalgia to be back there. Oh, it was yeah. Very, very sure. cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, me, and you guys only did one and more there. I did two. Yeah, that's true. I could get out of the cars, crack a beer, yeah. Yeah. get our gear on, well, crack we, another beer. And then uh, they were meeting actually in the, um, the entrance to Morton Hall, so where if you've been to End War, the the entrance to where we went into the um the, the, like the upper arena. entrance, yeah, the upper entrance, not an arena, but the uh the 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 the, the thing auditorium, um, auditorium. Thank you. Yeah, um, we met up there, and so we had our little grouping there, and uh got our got our rules briefing, and then there were faces we knew and faces we didn't know, and um there were about I think at the beginning there were maybe like twenty five or so people um it wasn't it wasn't a lot honestly but uh you know they gave us the spiel and actually a cool thing they did was um we were all we were masked up and you know we were following all the covid precaution rules and we got there and um they basically said hey you know um we've been given the given the go ahead to to drop these so wear it if you feel comfortable take it off if you if you also feel comfortable we know you're all vaccinated to be here so um you know, kind of, they gave us that choice and handed us COVID-friendly sock bombs in the process, <laughs> which were little squishy foam smiley balls. But only one. You only get one. Yeah. So, so well, I think most of I us handed know. us handed ours off to 
uh, more efficient uh, sock ninjas. I, uh, stuck I, I mine in my... six of them. So <laughs> I stuck mine in my stock. Actually, it's still there. So I don't know where mine probably will live there. Uh, but yeah, so that was a it was a cool little introduction. Felt very like good camaraderie. You know, yeah. it, it was nice that everybody agreed to play by the rules that day and showed up ready to ready to participate. You know, willing to get some HPZ going. Well, I, they gave us the, the crowd that was there. Definitely is the side that t- took COVID very seriously. It was clear. Um, you know, there were a few that even after given the option didn't take their masks off. I'll say like that. That briefing felt very like small town. It felt like a like a good just like everyone's there just to have a good time. Yep, felt like you had all the all the right people there ready yeah. to go. And, you know, we we say we Never only knew like a few people there, but by the end of the HVZ, I I I knew at least everyone there. I agree. Yeah, I didn't know everybody. I wasn't as social as you guys were during that time, but um, God, yeah. I don't know because it I was know. basically them... it was basically the mod staff, us five minute respawn. And... And uh, um, Geneva, Geneva. Yes, thank you. Geneva College in Pennsylvania. There were some people there who all, were Purdue. Two guys from yeah, Purdue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Purdue. Can't, can't forget about Ad Heron and yeah, Will and Andrew. Um, yeah. So we got ready, got into mission one, and everybody. You know, some who started this stupid rumor about oh, Bogue is coming. He might be behind any corner on any tree. It wasn't a rumor. Like he Sorry, told me he I, was I, coming. I, that's coughing during that. Oh, it, Tim did it. It was you. Yeah, I know because you kept yelling it. And then Bogue <laughs> he never you, showed up. He got you. He got you good. He got you really good. He made you worried the whole time. See, I honestly wasn't worried. I was hoping to see him. The but... issue is if Bogue says he's going, that's still like a there's still like a seventy five percent chance he's not. Well, and Pennell also told me he was coming. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've said it yet, but the theme was Minecraft. I was just about to say, did we know that before we showed up? We yeah, did, like not it. long before, but we knew it a before. day or two. Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, it was Minecraft themed, yeah. Minecraft. Which, which it was calling it oh, Minecraft honestly, themed. It, is, it was okay. I saw potential for there to be really cool building mechanics that just never happened. And yeah. honestly, we just a little little spoiler to get ahead that the the game moderator did not attend like the the person whose game it was didn't attend like a lot of the or it, they didn't attend the end of the event so, well, so never, i wanted to ask it wasn't up. it wasn't the head admin's game it was the zombie mods game that he had to, he had written so i'm not i'm not too sure right. she needed yes. to be there or they needed no, to be but there. he didn't he, he did not attend either though and uh, he, he and was, i wanted to, he was there for all the missions except mission except final stand right Correct. Yeah. Yes, and I wanted I wanted to ask him about like what was supposed to happen. I want to know what we'll the, the emeralds were for. The there shop. Were, yeah, there was supposed it, to but, be a shop, and I I think we probably would have been able to buy power ups or um, parts to the BFG that we missed out on otherwise. Things like that. Yeah. So the the Minecraft theme mission one. What did we What did we do in mission one? We went. So uh, we, oh, we were looking for the boxes. So they were. No, no, we were, were we looking cubes. for our stone? Stone and ore, or were we, were we getting for, we were looking for cobble, coal, iron, and wood, which I can only assume was to make like an iron pickaxe or something. Yes, that's right, because we had to we had to make a pickaxe. Yeah, um, we had to go Minecraft. Yeah, we had to make a pickaxe. That's right. Except we didn't Minecraft. make the pickaxe. Oh, no, fuck. there. I we feel like there were a lot it. of mechanics that they set up and then just never utilized. Yeah, um, like, we like did do some mining. System. I think it was at Cody and I were 
or he started no cody started mining in a later mission just as like a joke and just did it for the entirety of one one whole thing which was very funny um but anyways the uh so this first one we, we basically went around and they had hidden boxes in various areas and the mods kind of led us area to area and that was also the zombies like trying to get a feel for how we were going to play and how they were going to play. And the zombies at this point, every zombie had a noodle, which you know that's pretty terrifying. Every zombie is equipped with a with a fl- a flagellating tagging whoa, device. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, they had one in each hand. Yes, they had. Yeah, they each of their hands had an extension. Two two noodles per zombie. Plus and, noodles blocked darts. Yep, lightsaber rules. And is that what you were gonna say? No. The tank had a noodle. Hey, yes. shout, shout out to the tank, though. Shout out to all the starter zombies. They were very good sports. Yes, very much so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to them. They did They did a good job. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, so, but yeah, they... Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, so yeah, mission one, we, uh, we were hunting for... They were a little, I don't know, maybe four inch by four inch cardboard box cubes. Yeah, they were, they were really small. That had been decorated to look like, you know, Minecraft cube um, that had like, you know, diamond or emerald or whatever in it. And we were just hunting those to hunt them that night, right? Uh, was, I think so. was there a was there a big they, they fed into mission two. So there there were items or... inside of the cubes, some of them anyway. Okay. Uh, I, then, fed I think in... I stole they... all the emeralds, but hmm. there were and... some emeralds. And then Because mission... we were trying to get sh- we were trying to get sticks and string as well. Right. Yeah, because we I think we were trying to build a bow. Yes, we were. We, basically, the, the intent, this whole game, we were trying to build, we were trying to collect items to, to fight an ender dragon. That is the intent of the game. Minecraft. Now, huh? Minecraft. Minecraft. It just like, yeah, so the intent was to build up to that point, and so we were building through the various steps, and the whole game was built around the concept of getting to that point. So getting a pickaxe, getting it, essentially um, getting certain items required to build, you know, the nether and things like that. that that's the whole concept of the game, and we had to fight our way through that. So, so is mission... Side, side note for someone who's played the game, they didn't go through the right steps of, you know, getting to the Ender Dragon. So you know, you know, how the, like we'll, the last we'll get we had there. to do we'll get there. Tom, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, Let's I'm just saying from like one. from a thematic perspective, they didn't. Eh. What well, and so this gets into the, the. At one point, we were having a whole discussion about a HVZ theme versus an HVZ skin, and a skin is just okay. We're gonna do zombies, and we're gonna write the story that it's this a theme is where you actually lean into the skin you've picked and make the objectives mechanics and the props and, and things the mechan- around it, exactly yeah. like there were no creepers that you had to worry about exploding when you tagged I wish when there you were that would have been so good there it would have been good yeah yeah or um trying to think of other minecraft things that i know like, oh, like, well, and, yeah and yeah. enderman somebody proposed a good enderman idea too yeah there's Lots yeah. of ideas or, out or, there. Or the biggest miss was, you know, the fact that Athens is the only place HVZ happens where you can play in parking garages, and Minecraft is all about going underground to look for minerals and which, stuff. Which that that became a part of it, but it wasn't a core part of it. Yeah, it was I mean, it was underutilized. Yeah. So, sorry to sorry to sidetrack. So, where were you? 
We were talking through mission one and yeah. how did mission how did mission one end and then lead into mission two? I don't, I don't even remember. That's why I'm asking you because I, it was so I have no clue. I was thinking back on it. I have no clue what happened. I was so like So mission okay. one Oh, mission one we were up in um College Green looking for those cubes. And I think we just ran out of time. Like, like it was just go out and find as much as you can in this amount of time. And so time ended and we made the walk back to Morton and then mission two. So like if you're standing in the Morton parking lot, looking at Morton, I believe that you're looking North. So college green is North of Morton. So for mission two, then we went East, um, over down a road that had some college buildings and then like a larger campus building. And the point of mission two was there was a villager who had gotten, I don't know if he was lost or if we were just escorting him because his village was under attack. That part wasn't clear to me. I missed that part of the, the storyline. But the villager kept getting distracted and stopping and trying to being take us villager. on tangents. Yeah, being a villager. So He did a lot of of that <laughs> including he he was looking for things as well yeah like he wanted to trade because he did want to trade and he saw my hat that i was really enjoying having during this whole event and he said hat <laughs> so i said okay yes sir mr villager and i gave him my hat and he gave me uh what did he give me oh a bag of chips he gave me a bag of lay's potato chips which apparently would have meant something but but, didn't know what. Didn't find out what that was yeah. during that point in the mission. Uh, it didn't mean anything because we failed that mission because the villager yeah. died. Yeah. That's, that's so sub story. We, we get down to we're, so we're fighting our way down this. It it almost felt like a a town road. Like it the, the buildings on that road. I don't know what they're actually for, but they're they kind of feel like old like uh, historic homes. And and we got down to the end of the street there, and we realize that Melinda, one of the moderators, is is laying in the grass. And everybody's like, oh, that must be the objective. We must have to get the villager over to Melinda. So we we corral him, herd him over to Melinda, and then the humans all fuck off. And they're like, oh, okay, that must have been the objective. And then they just kind of forget about the villager, and so the villager gets killed. and uh, Which turns him into oh, a... turned him into a witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, a wraith. A wraith. It was a wraith. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then, I, I I didn't like the wraith mechanic. I liked that it froze you. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. I I liked that. So everybody's scattering out of the way, trying to get out of the wraith's way as he's running at us. After we have cornered ourselves into the side of this building, and the only way out is now up a steep set of stairs. Which, if you've never played it, Athens. Oh, those stairs were so bad. Athens is one of the hilliest places I have ever been. Oh, my God. So we're all starting to back up these really steep stairs um, or try. Is this Cambodia? (laughs) Try and like jump through bushes to get out of the way of the the wraith as as it's coming screaming through. Poor Alex fell on his Rev Reaper and snapped the the priming handle off and got road rash from the grass, apparently. Yeah. and they called the mission over at that point because we had failed. The villager died. If we had gotten further, we found out that the... So I got a bag of chips, someone got a bag of Funyuns, and another person got some beef jerky. 
And apparently that would have played into the second part of that mission if the villager had not died. Which, I'm not sure how that would have affected the overall story, but it would have done something. Did they tell you any more? Uh, no. No? Yeah. Nope. I was, I was trying to ask, I would talk about what this would be, you know, these things would be used for. It's like, you could have used them later. And I was, I felt like I was having to, like, pull it out of them. So, I don't know. I kind of just left it. I didn't push it. Hmm. Um, I remembered what we did in Mission 1. What? And why we all forgot it? It's because it sucked. It was when we had to go Cambodia. Yeah, when we went up, when we went all the way up. Oh God! Mission one, we all forgot because brutal. Because we just about all brutal. Remember how we were talking about steps? So we were hunting for those those little boxes, and we it was like mission on rails. Like we were following the head moderator and going every so often looking for these boxes, and then we get all the way up and it's it's like a three-story set of stairs that doesn't oh, like turn or zigzag or anything it was just felt, straight was up so and like we all get up there and then the mods are down at the bottom saying hey you missed a box and nobody moved <laughs> oh I, yeah i was not going back down so finally a few I people would, went down yeah and the rest of us just kind of stayed up at the top plinking at the zombies to occupy them so that the ones that went back down could look for the box that we missed. Did we ever even find that last box? Oh no, I don't think we did. I went back down. I think we, I don't remember. Cause I went back down. I was the, I was leading the way down the stairs. And that was the point when I realized it's like, we're playing way too conservatively for three, like fairly conservative playing zombies. And also the blaster I was running was very accurate. So I was like, what am I even worried about? And I went down and I just started shooting at them. Got him, tagged him. It's like, okay, all right, let's start looking for the boxes. And we had a little group of people down there, and I and I they found. That's right, they did find it. And then we got we had we got cut off from the stairs. So we had to use the side path, and we ran all the way back up. Do you remember why you got cut off? Uh, no. What happened? They made it tank on the stairs. Ah, uh, okay. So they they upgraded a person on the stairs. Yeah, they made Logan into a tank. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so we had to go like a side route and go up through like a little woodsy trail up to the top of the stairs again, which we then had to go back down afterwards after we like were told, okay, back this way. Oof, that sucked. The stairs. Those stairs were very bad. So sorry for the disjointed aspect of that. Um, it It was after Mission 2, game game was still alive. And this is when we got a little bit excited. Mission 2 was fun. I don't want I don't want that to be misunderstood. Mission two, mission one was not. It was kind of mich. Uh, mission two, I I personally thought was very fun, and it ended with a really interesting um, push back to the Morton parking lot, where it, there was a classic HVZ sin where somebody got too cocky and they decided to try and chase down uh, one of the zombies and tag them. And this zombie, Logan, uh, was hiding behind a tree, and the guy comes to tag him, and he's using two uh, two blasters that both of them require two hands to prime. Oh, yeah, that so was dumb. Like, yeah, he had like a, I forget what the one of them was, but one of them was one of the new uh, rival side swipe shots. It was, it was like the, the Jupiter. It was, no, he's using the Jupiter Artemis. thing at first, like the Jupiter pistol. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He also had an Artemis that he was carrying around in a cinch sack. Yeah. yeah, and he's wearing, it like, a hoodie, odd. too, where it's just like, dude, you you gotta be burning up. Yeah, he must have been burning. Um, and so he, he he got way too close, and he got tagged. 
he got tagged right away, and none, it was the first one to get tagged. What he, and we were he, just like, claim that didn't get tagged. All right, well, so yeah, he, and, he had the sideswipe, which was the rival blaster, and then Alex is poking me and saying that he had a DZP Mark II, which also requires two hands. Right, not any better. I just remember the rival blaster. So he claims he did not get tagged. And this became a theme of the event. I'm not sure how many times this guy requested a duel, but you know the zombie graciously accepted the duel every time. And I don't know that the zombies won every time, but on this first time, zombie said he won. And uh, the guy contested it. And you can just imagine, you just, you can imagine. You can imagine how that how that went. I heard um, him contesting there, at least three different tags. Yeah, um, you know, it's one of those things. It's just the way it was, but it was it was exciting and interesting for us because it was like, oh wow, somebody got tagged, and then they had a duel in front of everybody, which was pretty sweet. It was like sun was sun was down or going down, and and they had this big old uh, big old duel uh, on the in front of everybody, which was. I thought it was pretty sweet. Yeah, and like cool. humans and zombies alike all stopped to watch. Yeah. And then as soon as it was the duel very... was over, I popped Pinnell. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very cool moment. Um, oh, man. Mission 1's coming back to me. I'm not, we don't need to go back to it. It was a lot of running around and wasting a shit ton of energy. Yeah. Um, I just remembered another thing that I had blocked out. Anyways, um... Yeah, we got back to the parking lot, and that was the end of day one. Yeah, so... And it was time to party! So, Pinnell turned us on to, what was it, Avalanche Pizza? That shit was good. Yeah, If you're, good if you're in Athens, check out Avalanche Pizza. That shit was good. You know, Alex, I think they might have put basil on it. Yeah. <laughs> we ordered a plain cheese pizza. Gosh. And we opened it up, and half, like, like fully one half, one... You know, from noon until 6 p.m. on this pizza had a green leafy substance on it. And so we're looking at it and we're like, is that spinach? No. Is it artichokes? No. I think it's basil. (laughs) So that was a running joke. Yeah, there was a lot of running that that evening. Anyway, so we we had a we had a good time. And uh, at some point it was around near 1 a.m. There was a, a large predominantly most of most of the people decided to go and hunt dossiers around like one or two a.m. or no, we like got that. done at two. I think we headed out around eleven. Oh, uh, we I know we left campus at like two fifteen. Yeah. And okay, so I'm exaggerating. It felt that late to I, me. It, it, it felt that very late. late. I'll give you that. It was very late. Yeah. So there were eight dossiers out, and we found seven. And the only reason we didn't find the eighth is because they had placed the mark on the map way off center. Yeah. Um, so they went and cleaned up. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I'm crawling into bed and I get on there, and uh, I, I post the picture that I took of the. I, I laid them all out one through eight, and then left. I think it was number Seven two, missing. number two that we were missing. So I left the number two spot open, took a picture of it, and uploaded it to the Facebook, saying, "Hey, uh, we found all of your uh, dossiers minus the one." Uh, on the north side of uh, Baker, I think it was. Um, so, and then like within minutes, Melinda was like, "Seriously? I think that's a new record." She's, and then the other moderator, Eli, is like, "Good thing we got a bunch more." But we were done dossier hunting for the weekend at that point. Yeah, 
other other people had to get them. I didn't do any dossier hunting with you guys, actually. I was one of the ones who was like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, and sleep I did. You're out, you're out for a while. And You guys were all like super pumped about it, and I was like, you're, you're loading up your gear and everything. I was like, you're not going to see a single damn zombie. We saw the cops at least twice. I really thought that we were going to be in trouble at one point because we're walking around in front of the, the student uh what is it, student union and carrying blasters and two yeah the well morning. you the cop the cops got you in the end so oh jeez, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that you're never going back to athens <laughs> not allowed to yes i am so new day wakes up bright and uh bright and shiny morning comes upon us <laughs> probably way too early actually it was nice because it, we got to sleep in yeah we um, did Breakfast was donuts and like gas station rolls or something. I don't know oatmeal what oatmeal cream pies. Oatmeal cream pies. Little. It was a breakfast sponsored by Little Debbie and gas station donuts. Um, I went and got real breakfast though because I wanted uh, you know energy. <laughs> Where did you get breakfast? Oh man, went and got Juan and I went and got breakfast at Hangover Easy, uh, which is a little lo- breakfast little local diner. Ever. Yeah, and apparently there's a couple of them, so it's not. It's not just Athens, but the one in Athens was in an old diner in the middle of their downtown. Super cool place. Awesome vibe. Awesome food. Awesome service. Like, just really good all around. So and delicious breakfast. That place, they have, like, four or five locations in Ohio, and I think two in Columbus. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I would not have guessed that they were a chain uh, if if I, if you guys hadn't looked it up. Yeah, because Brandon had been, you know, like, Brandon, like, went to school in Columbus, so he'd been to one. And you know, like, I've been to Columbus a lot, and so I you know like I'd been to it, and I just I didn't know it was a chain. Yeah, I mean I like when it's a chain, but they find interesting places to be. So being inside of um inside of a, an old diner in a historic location was a really cool touch. Yeah. yeah. Um. Start so, the new day. Yep. Yeah. So we get to campus, and so mission three wasn't starting until one p.m. However, they were going to be doing mini-missions. So we get there, and they're just getting ready to head out for a mini-mission, so we jumped on that. And to be honest, the mini-mission felt as content-heavy as the two missions the previous night. Yeah, it was especially, awesome. So glad we showed up. Yeah, especially when you consider what went into mission three. And we'll get there, obviously. But So the mini-mission allowed us to get more materials towards the BFG, which was a necessary component to defeat the Ender Dragon. Uh, we'll, we'll explain more later. But So they called it a mini-mission, but it really was a required thing. Like, we had to yeah. do that. Although they may yeah, have it was, had a... It was a very... It was a strenuous mission. We, I would say everyone barely made it. Like, we, when they said that the mission was called, no one could go on much longer. Yeah. So this mini-mission, for those of you that were at End War 18... If you remember the mission where we had to use the X-Shot bug launcher helicopter oh, things. And we, Sponsored mission content. Yeah, I don't remember if we were swatting them out of the air or trying to keep the zombies. No, I think we had to keep the zombies from uh, catching them. I'm not sure like anyone a, knew. Anyways, uh, we were over in that area. We, beautiful garden area with a bunch of like uh, upper level walkways and... At some point, there must have been a fountain or a statue or something on this little dais. And so that was supposed to be um, 
the the whole the area point. to protect. Yeah, right? it, it was a hold yeah. point, and if we held it for ten minutes, we would get one item towards the BFG, and if we held it for twenty minutes, we would get a second item towards the BFG and some diamonds or some some in-game currency. Uh, and we easily held it for the first ten minutes, and then they turned starter zombie Logan into um, mega tank. Mega tank. They they realized like, wow, we really need yeah. to fix this difficulty oh, level. <laughs> I, we did miss one other thing. Uh, the, earlier that morning, Devin and Alex did go and get um, uh, the missing uh, dossier. So our Airbnb did recover all eight of the first dossiers. I didn't know that's what happened. Yeah. Cool. Oh, um, and uh, after after mission one, me me and Becca realized, hey, magbags are really hot. <laughs> and uh, we didn't bring any extra blasters. So we went to Walmart. Uh, she got a stock uh, super drum, and I got a stock villainator, and that's what we rocked for the rest of the event. And yeah, it was awesome. Oh, yeah, no, we did great. Yeah. Villainator so is fantastic stock. Except the stock. The stock is a little short, but like not, I didn't notice it when I was actively using it. Yeah, you did mention it. Um, so after the mini mission, we did get the two more items of uh, for the BFG. And we went back to start mission three, which what was mission three? Um, three was oh, the was that, that the was one the that blended points, into right? mission four? Nether portal. That's what it was. No, no, no. Mission three was the lead up to Nether portal. We had to get a diamond pickaxe this time. I think we were upgrading our pickaxe or something. Yeah, but so it wasn't. The... This one, in comparison to the other missions we had done, felt like it was two full missions crammed together. And it, and it was. They did say that at one point. Yeah. So at first we were hunting for um, diamonds. So we had to go around to different points. And each time we found a cube that was decorated like a diamond or we had to hold that point for, was it five or ten minutes? Uh, three minutes. Three minutes? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what the obsidian was. But, yeah, maybe it was that too. I think the I diamonds know. were five. So anyways, we... Um, we had to collect a bunch of diamond, and then when we got all the diamonds, we were supposed to then go around and find so many sticks. However, campus groundskeeping picked up all the stick props, so yeah. they just skipped that and said that we had built the diamond pickaxe. And that was probably where that mission would have ended, but then they kept us going, and along a path they had placed was a 12 big purple duct tape cardboard boxes that was supposed to be obsidian so that we could create what does obsidian do another portal or an ender portal it's another portal another portal so we were building another portal not even an ender portal um details details yeah skin versus a theme anyways uh so we get down to the end and we find the last cube and then at this point, I went in to Baker because I had to use the bathroom, and I got left the fuck behind. Oh, so you... by the way, we did not we did not find the last cube at that point. We were no. far from the last cube, far from it. Okay, well I'll but, let you. Yeah, I'll let a... you guys pick it up here because I I was not there at this point. Yeah, this was oh, a cool yeah. moment. We had oh, we lost him. Yeah, this was this was a very cool moment where um, we had. I, I, you, what was the name of the place where you had to use the bathroom at? Baker. That's the student. Baker. Union. So, so we had worked our way down. There was a little, um, there was a little uh, pond and the pathway, 
and uh, like a, a building that looked like it was abandoned. Um, but on the way, on the way leaving or, or towards Baker, as you said, and and we had to we were we were mining for obsidian all along the way, five minute holds at each location, mining, mining, mining. We had picked up a lot. The thing is, we had to carry them, so everybody had to pick one up, and or everybody who got one had to pick it up, or someone had to carry it. So you're kind of without your weapon at that point or your primary, and it made it you know increasingly more difficult to carry all of these objects together. Um, we even missed one at one point, and uh, a couple of us ran back to go get it. And then the zombies didn't even challenge us because it was like, Ugh, I don't want to walk backwards or I don't know what their reasoning was, but it was something It felt like that. Because it was hot. Um, it was, in, yes, as Tim said, it was getting uh, it was getting unbearably hot by this point. We had to stand in the sun for five minutes defending some of these locations. I mean, um, you know, I stood, I, I remember there was one I was standing at and I, I think this was Cody in the heat of the moment. I, I apologize if, I, if I've forgotten. Um, but he was just using his, his, uh, his DZP uh, to hammer onto the uh, onto the box uh, of the obsidian and pretend to ha- and pretend to mine it for like five minutes, <laughs> we were just baking in the sun, going insane. I think that um, was brain. Yeah, that was brain. I don't. What's the brain? See, yeah, this is. I apologize. I don't brain think is, it was brain. brain. Is saying it's him in in the Patreon channel. I'm sorry, brain. The 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 heat must have gotten to me. I could have sworn it was Cody. I don't think um, Cody has a um, Mark II. Cody was running the. Um, the uh, grass snake, Pit, uh, uh, twig snake. Yeah, which I thought broke. But... Right, and then I had to give him. Oh yeah, so what was he running the next day? Oh yeah, Cody had been turned at that point. Oh, uh, he, he got oh, turned right. earlier that mission. Yeah, he yeah, got, he, he got, got turned. You're right. He did get turned earlier that mission. My bad. He got turned before about we that. started mining the uh, the obsidian. So it was brain. I'm brain. I wasn't looking at your face. I was looking at all those zombies out there protecting your back. That's why I forgot. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was just that was funny. I got a good I got a good chuckle out of that. Um, we were hammering away at it. He was his dart. He was darts were loading into his breech and they were falling out of the top, and it was funny. <laughs> and we were going a little bit stir like heat stir crazy at that point. Um, and then we got we we worked our way down the pathway and uh, got to the bathroom, and that was when there was a, a mass bathroom break, and and I got abandoned. Fortunately, you were and I believe John was almost abandoned too. Very, very close to being that way. So our buddy John playing with us, he was wearing all black, all black, full tactical gear. And just he was baking, absolutely baking. Everybody was baking, really. So but this is the point we got to in the story, the mines, the quote unquote mines. And we took this like a little pathway down into the garage and lost Tim. And, uh, you know, we got pushed down there by, I guess, a tank. Mr. Mr. Pennell, Justin, I think, pushed us down there. And it was so freaking sweet to be inside the dark parking garage. It cooled off a little bit, like oh, get a little so bit of excitement. So much cover for zombies. It was a, it was a kill box, and it very quickly became a kill box because our Purdue colleagues or our Purdue friends they um, they were going to look in an area, and I heard someone call it a spider trap, which I thought was a very uh, a very correct terminology. Basically, I guess there was a, a there was like a dart or something sitting over there, and they went to go look at it, and a zombie came out from behind this electrical equipment, and with the reach of their noodly arms, oh, they, no. they, they they turned one of them. Oh, that's yeah. freaking brilliant! Was it a single I, dart, or was it the, like a pile of darts, like your your baiting deer to shoot at? Because that's essentially know. what you just described. I thought it was a dart. I thought it was a dart in a net and like a like in a spider web back in the corner there. Um, 
I think this was Galen, the uh, the uh, HVZ mod, uh, one of the HVZ mods, uh, got him, and and I forget if it was um, if it was Will or his friend who got turned, but they both ended up going down pretty quickly. I think Will, I think Will said that he went out in a blaze of glory and it used his chaos and just like sprayed until he uh, until he got tagged. Yeah, but they turned and they were quick turns. So that was a bit. That's a big boon to the zombie squad at this point. This point. The tide started turning. Brain said that he and people got were getting tired. Brain, oh okay. Wait, who did? Brain. Was he a zombie at this point? I think so. Yes. When did you get turned? Crazy, crazy things are happening. Apparently, <laughs> he got turned I, not I, long after Cody, because like pretty much all of that squad went pretty close to each other. Yeah, I that that really things really started changing there, and that was an intense, intense moment. That was the best moment. I think of the whole game when we got in there, people started turning and it's, it got a little bit cooler. We got out of the sun. And so all of your sunglasses and things were making it for me, it was making it oh, harder to see where I was shooting. Yeah. It was such a cool moment. And, uh, and so what happened is we had to mine more obsidian down there and they went even further by putting obsidian in the roof. So Devin found a double thick obsidian in like the, the fire extinguisher, like hanging in the fire extinguisher pipes in the ceiling of the parking garage and knocked it down. We had to mine all these points. And so we started splitting up because there were so many to mine. We dumped all our obsidian near the entrance as the mods told us to put it there and went off to mine the rest of it. And we kind of split up. Um, And then it just became, it just became really like a downhill slog through there. Really tense. We started getting broken apart. The zombies could have probably started crushing us pretty well at that point if they had wanted to just because of how intense that area was. Um, and and we, we were breaking apart, and we got up against the wall, and um, the zombies were, were, you know, doing their thing, but we were still we were still surviving and, and mining the rest of the obsidian. But we didn't know what to do. The, the mods couldn't really communicate well about what we were supposed to do with it afterwards. So, like, we mined some and left it where it was. Like, we finished the timer and left it where it was, and like, we'll get it later. And... Eventually, they just called a stop. We had some car moments where we had to stop for cars, and they called a stop. And they, at this point, they stopped the whole game. Um, they made an announcement and said, "We'll be canceling the rest of this event uh, because due to heat." And we were like, "What?" It was it was a big shock in that moment because I it felt like things were getting better, like things were in terms of temperature and also the intensity of the game. Things were on like right at the top of the upslope right there it was such a it was such a cool moment like it was it was the best moment and then they just were like no we're we're stopping right now and it it still doesn't make sense i still don't know why they chose that particular moment to to stop the whole game but then we had a little chat and they said you know we might try to do a final stand oh and tim came running up like i'm here, <laughs> yeah. I'm here. yeah i ran back <laughs> in at this point uh, it was funny and uh and and they were like offering some other alternatives and like let's go cool down and and maybe we'll do a final stand we'll post on the facebook and let you know so so we were all pretty like pretty good at this moment i i know i was i was near becca at that point and she was so dead she was just like sitting on the ground like about ready to get turned it was nuts it was really people were at at their end for me it was like uh that scene in uh ghostbusters 2 where um uh oh god what's his name um Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Dan Aykroyd? No, not Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis's, yeah, Rick Moranis' character comes running up to the building 
fires his proton packet, the the sh- the ghost shell that's around the museum, and what the Ghostbusters had been doing inside is what actually makes the shell go away. But he thinks he did it, and he's yeah, I'm a Ghostbuster. Yeah. That's totally what happened to me. I come running up, and then I saved the day. Uh, Tim carried us. <laughs> yeah, you carried us. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, although <laughs> I was like tank aggro magnet the entire weekend let's uh, we we skipped over that let's go back and talk about the tanks for a minute. yeah so so well, because let's leave it we, sorry uh, just just to close close that out real quick basically we, at this point that we didn't know what the obsidian was for we didn't know what was going on basically we walked away thinking like everything is done like what just happened and so yeah let's leave it there for tim's story we're in a state of complete confusion yeah so we had all come loaded for bear, right? So when they threw a tank out, especially since we didn't have sock ninjas, because, you know, anybody who really knows how to play HVZ understands that a sock ninja is a perfect, whether it is the intended nemesis of the tank or just a perfect counter to a tank, um, th- like they're they're the perfect counterpoint to each other in, in HVZ tactics. But we didn't have sock ninjas. And even if we did, the tanks had such a long reach with that pool noodle that it was nuts. It was not gonna work. So because we were loaded for bear, I, I think I had an, as much ammo on my kit as Alex did in his mag bag. So I just started going semi and full auto on the tank and like keeping that under wraps to the point where the tank kept having to add armor and it still wasn't making a difference. So, so going into mission three, the mod that was playing the tank, Logan comes over and he goes, you can thank your uh, buddy with the FDL for what's about to happen. And he runs away and I was standing close by, but he didn't see me standing there. I was like, as he's running away, I shout him, You know what, Logan? I was going to gear down for this one, but now I'm going to gear up. I'm going to carry extra ammo. So we get out to the, the field where that mission was happening, and we see that he has mounted shields on his shoulders, like little uh, foam-like toddler kickboard shields. Yeah, they're like kickboards. <laughs> and he might have also had, um, I think he had him covering his butt. Or his chest. He had a special. He had a special. Yeah, he had him covering his legs, uh, like left and right leg, nothing in the middle. He had them on his shoulders. He had them on his chest, and he had noodles that had been turned into a multi noodle. It was yeah, like, like a special like noodle. Tentacles. Yeah, like tentacle noodles. That's a good way to put it. So he was a very special, very special tank. And he ended up adding more armor even after that. Because I just yeah. kept tagging him. And it got to the point, and I feel bad, but I don't. But it got to the point where, like, the only spot that I could aim was either his head or his groin. And he wasn't wearing a cup. And No, he had TikTok pants on. Yeah, that's right. right. He had the, the TikTok leggings. So, and I was still getting him, even after, you know, he was just wandering around with just small sections of um that sounds bad when you say it like that (laughs) small sections of taggable area so we kept making we we kept forcing the tank into evolving (laughs) is essentially what happened 
Yeah, which was great because he had a good attitude about it and adjusting, you know, had, adjusting he, for what was happening. Very yeah. much so did. He he had a great um, attitude, attitude. It the entire time. Dude with an attitude. Yeah. So we get back yes. to the Airbnb, have a bunch of people over. We grill up burgers. We're having a good old time. And the call comes across on Facebook. We're getting together at 8 o'clock to finish this thing out. And they were going to do Mission 4 and continue right on into Final Stand, kind of lump the two together. So we all gear back up, roll back on out to Morton. And what were we doing for the final mission? Uh, the final mission was similar to our mini mission, where we had to go to the same area where it was a, a former flag post or statue or something. So unfortunately, we didn't get a large view of the whole campus, which that was a disappointment. Um, Love to use all that space. We kind of reused some areas, which is a bit of a bummer. But um, this, you know, final stand was pretty was was pretty good we got a got a briefing on what was going to go on some of the mods couldn't make it anymore for various reasons so it was a severely reduced uh you know staff uh who could play and at this point we essentially fast forwarded to summoning the ender dragon is that right tom the ender dragon uh yes no so we didn't summon him we we had to go into the end Oh, is that what we were doing? Yeah, okay, so yeah. we were activating the portal to go into the end. And so the mechanic they gave us originally to enter the portal was we all had to run around that dais that we had, had done the hold point earlier in the day. We had to run around it five times. And this this dais is maybe, I don't not know, big. maybe about the size of a kiddie pool, maybe a little bit bigger. So not not nearly as big as what I was envisioning when she was talking about running around this circle. Um yeah. And so we get out there, and the zombie mod comes up. He's like, all right, running around this thing five times is, is nowhere near enough for as... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't you skip through a lot of action and a lot of intensity. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So got, I can't, can't forget this. To, to get there, on the way to get to the dais, there was a significant um, cover available for the zombies. We had to go... Uh, after a bit of confusion, we had to go through another underground parking maintenance type structure, and in going and going under and through this, you know that provided the zombies lots of hidey hold. And the thing that made it even crazier, they they did make it a little bit easier for us because we had to go through an incredibly narrow doorway, and and I know because I led I led the way through that doorway. They weren't able to see, so I, I you know gave some room so that they couldn't see if I was going to come through. And I just sprinted through the opening and flipped a 180 to tag anybody who was gonna anybody who was gonna try and like be hiding behind those corners. But they gave us the room. You know, they didn't they didn't make it too hard on us. They gave us the space and they addressed us in this underground structure on the way through because we had to pass through essentially this cave like area. Um, and and we started. I think we lost. We I'm pretty sure we lost one or two people in that. But then is that then is when things got really dire. We came into an open field, and they had a larger horde at this point—a true horde, finally, for the zombies. Yeah, and, and we got Purdue out Pete into the darkness. Yeah, yeah, they had the uh, light up Purdue Pete head um, as a zombie, which was you know giving some uh, some uh, psychological warfare. That's the word. And and they were addressing us, and it was dark. And we had just come out from bright lights, and I, I, I was a little bit blinded, and I had my you know safety glasses on, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do here? And we get out, and we start advancing across the field, and that's when we started taking some losses. 
We lost a couple people on that field. I couldn't see my darts. I just know I knew from the reactions of zombies that I hit them. I could never have called if I hit a zombie or not in that field. It was so dark. Um, yeah, it was we, really we, dark, even with our flashlights. Yeah. I, my buddy Juan was lost at this point. He got he got got in the field, so he was retired. But we didn't know it until we got to the dais, which is where your story picked back up, Tim. Yeah, so we get out there, and and the the zombie mod is like. All right, running around this thing five times is not, it's not long enough. And so they start like brainstorming, like on the spot, what are, what they're going to do to. Yeah, that was funny. Up. And I go, how about you have one person run around so many times to activate the portal? And then we all have to stand in the portal for so long as a hold before it activates and then we're in the end and then we can fight the ender dragon. He's like, yeah, I like that. Okay. We're going to do that. So it basically turned into uh, a repeat of what the mini mission was, except we had to defend the guy that was running around the, uh, the portal. Yes. And Mr. No tag. Yeah. And uh, we ended up wiping waiting. He, He got all of his revolutions in. But we couldn't stay on the portal long enough to make it into the. They end. broke us with a. T- they broke us with tanks. Yep. Um, Eric, how did you die? Oh man, you and I were. Uh, okay, so we did. Let me let me go back a little. Uh, I guess I could talk about weapon malfunctions, or you know, your your blaster malfunctions. I had two blaster malfunctions happen during this event, and this is a great time to introduce the second one. But let me backtrack. I was um, my my weapon of choice. My blaster of choice was a Griffin, which performed excellently. It was it was fantastic. I was extraordinarily happy with this blaster the whole time. Um, super tactical and bright colors, and it was super fun. Um, but at one point, the vibrations started getting worse in the blaster. And what I'm pretty sure what happened, I I haven't disassembled it yet is a screw in one of the motors came loose and was just dragging on the wheel. So I have to open it up because um, it stopped functioning as a blaster. And, uh, you know, that happened mission three. So um, earlier in this day, and I went back to the car and swapped it out for my alpha trooper, which also takes short darts and is modified with a sealed breach kit for short darts. And I was running that and that actually was doing pretty well after a while. Um, It had to kind of, I kind of broke in a little bit and it worked great. But once we got to the end, I was running low on ammo. And here's a big HVZ tip that I had never considered. In an event like this, where I haven't fired that many darts, the magazines that I had that were not used in, in, in the previous days, or even during the heat in the course of that day, those magazines are full of soft projectiles under a spring load. And the softness of them really worked against me because what happened in all those untouched mags is that the is that the top dart turned into a triangle and was like being pushed out of the top of the mags because they're so soft and, and all the darts were turning into ovals and real bad idea to leave them loaded overnight in the heat and in the play and all this stuff. So I went and reached for my first of my older mags and you know what happens with that very first dart that it was all squished up? It folded into like three pieces. When I pulled it out, it had a triple like a Z fold I, I very gently tried to you know, prime it in there and jammed right away. And we're in the thick of things. And this is where Buddy Tim came in <laughs> and saved the day. He, sa- he saved the last you know minute of my life. So I want to preface this by the previous night, 
in mission two. I didn't run my full kit because it was so hot. So I took off my uh, vest and I just ran my belt and drop leg with my super spamf. And then I had a regular spamf in the leather holster that Brian made for me. And I had my hammer shot on my back. And somebody, as we're getting ready to head out, goes, why are you carrying two spamfs? Oh, that was me. He means me. <laughs> so when Eric jammed a second time, I got to go, this is why I was carrying two spamps. So yeah, I, was I was able like, to let me pull your spam. I was able to hand off my my spam and I was still running my FDL and I still had a backup on my back in my hammer shot at that point. Which this was super cool because I pulled it. He had his uh, mini mag installed inside the spamfer mag or spamflet or whatever you want spamfer. To call it. Yep. Spamfer. And uh, and it had three darts loaded in, so I had three darts. But then I was able to start pulling from the rest of my full stock on my gear, which I didn't know at this point would you know, the issues were caused by you know bad darts. But somehow I managed to get through it. I assume I think I put the magazine that was in that had caused the jam into that spamf as well but since i had gotten past the first like really mangled darts it was performing fine and and we were out tim and i were out in the field and um brandon hemel brandon h got me and i'm not sure who got you uh i think it was got... one of the locals uh I, w- I was between reloads and he reached out and we, touched we, me. yeah we got got he got me real good um there was just they were overwhelming us and they'd broken us at that point and it was awesome. We got really taken. Tom, where did you get taken? I didn't. What? Yeah. What? Remember we we didn't go to final stand. We were too tired. Oh yeah, no, that's I never right. got tagged. Oh. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A couple. That's something that also notes a, a number of people from our group did not go. A lot of people did not go to final stand. There was a bit of drama there as well. With um, we had to procure COVID tests uh, and, and show them, you know, do the do the oh, display. Oh yeah, because somebody showed up who was uh, who was not uh, following the rules. So we had to go through and recheck everything. Um, that dealt with that problem. But uh, yeah, so it, a lot of people were tired at the end. It was a long day. Yeah. And, yeah. And uh, to be fair, we were told that like we'd be done by like three, and then you know, like because of the heat and stuff, they rescheduled final stand for like eight 30 that night. It was like, make it if you can. Yeah. Uh, you guys didn't get back until like 1230. Yeah. It was pretty late when we got back. You're right. Cause we were also there for a while. So, but the cool thing about this bef- before, you know, we, so Tim and I got tagged and the humans essentially got wiped. Mostly there. Mr. No tag was, was, you know, contesting obviously. And uh, and we went over to join join my buddy Juan and on the on the winning team. And then they they said, well, let's you know that that ended pretty quickly. You guys want to do it again? And so like, yeah, yeah, let's do it again. And well, Tim and I were like, and they just play zombies. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't go back to being human, but it wasn't really doing it again. They were picking it back up as if we had made it into the end. So now we had to kill the Ender Dragon. Or they had to kill the Ender Dragon. Right, but I think they respawned everybody who got wiped at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Tim and I were like, nah, <laughs> I want to play some zombie. Yeah, I brought the new Z13 shields. I wanted to give those a try. So. I just like playing zombie, too. So uh, we got we got our noodlers in, and uh, we, were, we, were, we zombied and, and, and scared also, them up the stairs. Yeah. Just before the wipe, Justin Pinnell had gotten his last tag he would have needed to start playing human again so he did get to play human 
for the second part of Final Stand, which was cool. Yeah, that's because, a that's a mechanic there, right? You can respawn in. Yeah, because he had only gotten a couple of the tags that had happened during the uh, mission three, although he was playing a tank the entire time, and he was not wearing a shirt, and his pale complexion combined with the heat combined with the lack of FPS testing meant that he looked like he had mega chicken pox. He, he, he was, yeah, I was to say hit puberty, but yeah, chicken pox. Oh my god, there were um, red marks all over his chest. Poor guy. It was pretty great, yeah. Um, but he didn't actually get very many kills, so they had told him he needed three kills to be a human again, and he didn't get the third kill until the wipe. So... He was able to play uh, Final Stand. Um, he had a blaster somewhere. I don't know where he got his Hades from. but Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was the other thing. Uh, Devin was worried it was his Hades, which he was fine with Justin using it. But Devin's Hades was jammed, which I'm sure that's how he went down. Um, yeah, he went so down. I jammed. ran out there to make sure, hey, that's not Devin's Hades, is it? Because it's jammed if it is. So. Yeah, I don't know where he got it from, but yeah. it was funny. So then the um, Ender Dragon chased the, the remaining humans around, and, and we ended up on top of one of the uh, upper walkways, and we cornered the last of the humans. And, yeah. Uh, there was a whole off. thing where the, we were given the BFG, which was a Zingbo, which was terrifying. Um, <laughs> and you were supposed to hit the Ender Dragon five times, I think, with the Zingbo. I don't think he got hit one time. No. So, well, the, the mechanic for killing the Ender Dragon was we had to maintain continuous fire on it for two minutes to destroy one piece of armor and i think it had i want to say 11 for some reason but that's a really odd strange number it had so many pieces of armor that we had to destroy um and then once we had destroyed all of that armor then we could shoot it with a zingbo and uh five times yeah (laughs) and it only had three arrows it was four four times times because it was one more than we had arrows for yeah and the zombies could scavenge arrows. Yeah, that was yeah. The zombies could pick up the arrows, and we had given the BFG to um, the president of the. Um, God, I keep forgetting the name. Uh, the Pennsylvania school. Geneva. I don't, I don't. Geneva. Geneva. We had given it to the president of the Geneva Club because she had a very light loadout. Uh, she was running uh, rebel. Uh, it's like a revolver type, but it looks like a crossbow. Guardian and, crossbow. Yeah, she was running the guardian crossbow, Maybe, yeah. and uh, I think that was it. So we gave it to her. And a hammer was, shot, I think, too. But yeah, yeah. It was pretty late loadout. Yeah. And she had never used one before, so she was taking practice shots in the parking lot beforehand. They were they were barely going, like, 20 feet. And they're like, no, crank back on it more. So I think we had scared her, telling her how much they could hurt, so she didn't want to put her full power into it. I put myself out there to get shot at, and it's like the one that she really, that she had some power behind just went right next to my ear and it scared the crap out of me yeah (laughs) so it's so big it's just like you know yeah if you guys have heard a a worker uh kind of thwibble by your ear i don't know that's it sound like a lot of angry bees it kind of goes you hear the like the the rippling as the the air gets in behind the head Workers do have the best sound. Workers are the best sounding dart out yeah. there. The others do not touch it. They do not sound as good. Yeah, but the others keep their heads longer. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's true. Yeah. So anyways, um, so yeah, we went back to Morton. We uh, we didn't do the readies because Red Team wasn't there. Wonder why. 
Uh, um, and somebody won the award for the furthest traveled. Oh, yes, yes, I did, and and uh, won as well. But technically, I was ten minutes further away than he was. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just wanted to give a shout out to our boy Devin, though. Um, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to say, I have a little story I'll save to the end and then we'll tell that. Um, but yeah, sorry, continue. So we did, uh, awards. We, um, gushed over the zombie, the starter zombies for giving it being excellent. Sports. 110%. Yeah, they really did. Cause they were really on their own till halfway through mission three. When it was a really long time to not get any kills. Um, and then we did the zombie prayer, which for as long as Melinda's been in the hobby, I'm, I was kind of surprised she didn't have the zombie prayer uh, memorized. She had to read it off my phone. I think but she I was pretty happy, and I think that she wanted to you know, make sure she did it right. That could be. Um, so finished that up, went back to the, um, the Airbnb, had a big old bonfire. Had a and, lot of the people over. Yeah, so like uh, Nick and Morgana. And uh, obviously, brain and with the new people who I didn't really know, but oh yeah, and um, uh, Purdue and God, I can't remember again. Geneva, Geneva. I, was, I kept wanting to say Gladwin. Uh, <laughs> Geneva came. Um, oh yeah, the, the guy from Pitt um, that brain knew and uh, they. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about them. Yep. So we we had a big old circle around the fire pit at one point. Um, yeah, I is, think we had maybe. Ten people were on the fire? I think it was more than that, wasn't felt it? felt like more than that, yeah. Uh, we're just chilling and vibing and... Yeah. Shooting uh, yeah. shit. The vibing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do a quick shout-out to our boys. I want to I wanna give a quick shout-out real quick. Yeah. This is... need to do this. This is story-relevant. So there were there was the final stand that uh, Tim just relayed the information, the story, the epic story. It was a very fun final stand. It delivered... Felt like a great way to go out of the night. Big smiles all around. So awesome. Now, there is one uh, gentleman who decided that he needed his own final stand. And and uh, he had decided that he never was going to be a zombie. No, never. Not once. Never. He's never going to get tagged. And he was a problem. He was a problem the whole time. We alluded to him earlier. Oh, yeah. oh I thought so, you were talking so... about Scotty having his own final stand um, in the parking garage. Oh, <laughs> that's no. What... no, that was funny. That was cool. Um, but this one, no. So this guy just refused to, c- to claim that he had been tagged. I don't know what was going on there, but um, he had been doing this game all day. So Logan, who had been tagging him <laughs> repeatedly and having to duel and and just having to deal with this the whole time, was like fifteen bucks to whoever can tag him. And so Devin's like, I'll take that. And so Devin ran this guy down. And I'm pretty sure, I think Devin ended up having to go to a duel with him and beat him again. Jeez. And the guy, the guy like didn't want to accept it yet again. Um, but that, that was the end of it. He, he got, he got tagged. That was the final one. And so, um, you know, he, he basically was like, I'll, I'll just take, it was a beer or 15 bucks. And he's like, I'll, I'll five, a beer is five bucks. I'll take five bucks. And he did end up buying a beer on the way home and, and sending a picture of it and saying, Got my uh, got my beer from Logan yeah. and posting it, which was a happy ending to a story. Yeah. Um, second shout out is to my boy Juan, who on the first night we didn't talk about this, but there were people. There was a group of people who could only make it that first day, and they were very new to HVZ, very excited. Um, 
the team had a great idea. The local the local team had an idea to do a a miniature final stand just for them. So we set up in a field and did a final stand rundown with them. And the the one of the guys was was super fast, um, and he had a Nexus Pro. There were a lot of Nexus Pros and Aeon Pros and Dart Zone Pros and everything there. Um, and this guy this guy had a Nexus Pro and something else. And the la- the last one from their group with the Nexus Pro was was running. And uh, my boy Juan's been he's been also training. And this guy who must have been like 19 or something is like running away trying to shoot Juan, and Juan ran him down in the field. And the guy, the guy ran out of shots. He basically was empty, and he was trying to reload a mag while running away from Juan. And Juan ran him down and got him in the very end, like you know, way far away from where we started. It was an awesome, it was an awesome rundown. I just watched. I couldn't keep up with them. I, they, they both outran me, and it was a, it was an awesome ending on that first night for the mini final stand. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And they came up from Kane, the the one guy that got the award. Um apparently heard about it at Kane and brought friends. Okay. It was cool. We had a couple of little mini final stands like that. A little more this whole event, if I would say anything about it was it was a bit it was disorganized, but it was laid back. So it was it yeah. was okay. I I will take disorganized and a fun and friendly atmosphere with a a loose game that just kind of was whatever but we had fun over the debacle that we had two BGs ago where it was a decently put together game, but there was so much BS going on politically behind the scenes that it just ruined the entire atmosphere. And also let your people know to bring megas. I didn't know that was that game. Yeah. Um, all right. I got a shout out. You want to throw in any closing? Yeah. Well, Tom's got to go. So do you want to throw a closing thought in? Uh, I mean, I've, everything's pretty much been said. Uh, I'll shout out. I shout out Logan for just being a good sport about being a starter zombie, and Justin for uh, being being poked at it. Oh, yeah, um, my shout out goes to Morgana. Um, final stand, they turned Logan into an unstunnable tank because we were still just overpowered. And uh, oh yeah, somebody made you a really cool vest, Tom. That should have been a shout out. Yeah, I'll talk about that in a future episode. All right, um, it, it is very cool. I yeah, think it deserves it. So. Is that, that's a fair point. So anyways, Morgana, they turned Logan into an unstunnable tank because we were still just overwhelming firepower. And so Logan gets up close to us and Morgana goes, fuck this. You're coming with me. We're going to dance. And she just completely leads the unstunnable tank away from the rest of the humans. Just total. We, we miss. I think you, you misheard it. And I like your misheard version better. It would be a great sticker one day. Well, so it was initially announced as uh, we're going to play. And she said it was let's dance because, you know, let's dance, shoot guns at the ground. Either way, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, let me I guess I'll throw a shout out in here. I wasn't really super prepared, but let's say uh, shout out to Mags. Oh, well, those were I was. Yeah, I guess I, I was just relaying the story, oh, but right. I, I'll throw a quick shout out to Mags for carrying the BFZ and being a good sport about it. Yeah. From uh, God. Can I never... Geneva? Geneva. Yeah. Mags is the, the president of Geneva. Right. So yeah. a lot of fun. Good, time, good times with friends. I was very happy to see you guys. I had a lot of fun seeing you all. And uh, <laughs> I can't wait to do it again sometime. I'm really excited to play. And Michelle was, I want to say, she was um, secondarily excited. She was just like talking about it. She was so like, like oh, was, oh man, remember this? And we were like sharing HVZ stories when I got back. And she was just like, 
oh yeah that was so cool it's like oh i wish i could have been there you know all this stuff so um can't wait to get the get what you know bring the original crew back but uh you know i was super happy to be there with you guys yeah we had a lot of fun it was good seeing everybody getting back out there back on the bicycle back on the saddle yep anyways we'll uh we'll throw the towel in on this one this will be a bit of a longer episode um i'm guessing we're probably over the hour mark Um, really long hope we're way over the hour mark well yeah but there's some there's some pregnant pauses in there so anyway so preggers all right well thanks again for joining us on yet another episode of detroit dart talk for tom and tim this is eric and uh we'll see you all on the next show take care everyone bye see you guys Hashtag free stuff. Fuck around and find out.